Team, I think we're in. A little bit of a tech issue then. Team, we are outside for this call, and I want to dive straight into things because, yes, we're a little bit earlier, and I want to explain that. Basically, yesterday I was recording an interview for somebody for Bakes Magazine um, ahead of Banff Film Festival, which is amazing. And as a thank you, we managed to get free tickets, which is unbelievably good. So very, 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 very happy about that indeed. So there we go. What I want to dive into today straight away is the all or nothing principle, because I think this is going to apply to a couple of folks as we start to develop and start to go through some of the goals that we are all aiming for. Now then, the all or nothing principle, what is that? When we go all or nothing, it's a case of being all in. We are focused on doing a goal. It's very windy, sorry. We are focused on a goal itself and we are progressing forward. But there's no middle ground. There's no middle ground between doing nothing. and There's no middle ground between doing absolutely everything and being all in. Being all or nothing is exactly as it sounds. You are doing absolutely everything or you are doing naff all and there is nothing in the middle. The problem with that, folks, is... What it can do is it can leave us in a bit of a trap. The all or nothing principle can pretty much leave us in a point where if we're not progressing full steam ahead, always aiming for a challenge, always being that one step further, always having something to aim for, then what it means is we get to the point where we just start to feel a bit down. We start to be very, very, very hypercritical of every single action or non-action indeed of what it is that we're doing. And the problem here, folks, it's a one-way ticket to disaster. Now, I'm talking here from a point of experience, having gone through the all-or-nothing principle for far more times than I care to admit, because I was very much somebody who was all into the next goal, always the next goal, then the next one, then the next one, then the next one. And if I wasn't doing something, if I wasn't progressing forward, it was a case of complete switch off. Might as well just jack it in and wait until next week or next month or next year or to the next goal or whatever. How we get round that team is we need to understand what the journey is that we're on. We need to understand what it is that we are trying to achieve. We need to go back to that mindful session that we did a couple of months ago now, go back to the podcast and scroll our way through it. And we need to understand what's the why, what's the reasoning, what are we trying to achieve here? Because if you think of a weight loss goal, when when people come to me and say, oh Ben, I wanna lose weight, I will ask them first and foremost, why? Because I wanna understand why they want to lose weight. Not here to be, hey, you don't need to lose weight, you know, and have the go into the camp of necessarily health at every size. I'm not going to go into that too much today, but I want to understand why people want to go through that goal. I want to understand what the reasoning is, because when you understand the reasoning, you understand where the person's going to go. When it gets hard, you understand the triggers that you can push on and you can press against in order to get people to see what it is they're trying to achieve. I will always say that it is becoming overachieving because who you become along the way is far more important than what you achieve. And that is the antithesis of the all or nothing principle. Because the all or nothing principle is there's only a goal and nothing else. The all or nothing principle does not take into account the journey that you're on and who you are becoming along the way. And I think we can be quite guilty sometimes, team, and maybe you'll agree, maybe you won't, is this becoming overachieving the journey that we're on. We can make it kind of sound and maybe interpret it a little bit airy-fairy sometimes, and it can kind of feel a bit fake and a bit false and a bit sort of, yeah, great, cool story, Ben, thanks so much. I'm, I'm committed to goals, you don't understand. But in actuality... What we're doing here, folks, is we are trying to encourage you to understand that you're on a pathway. It's a bit like going on a road trip. Let's say you and I, 
watching this, we're going to go on a road trip. We're going to get in a van and we're going to go to Scotland. Well, I know that from here, Scotland's 500 miles-ish to, to Fort William, to the Highlands. Now, I know that the tank isn't going to have 500 miles in it, so I'm going to need to fill up with fuel. And I'm going to need to make sure I've got the, you know, the, the right fuel for that journey. Now, the thing is, I know that Scotland's north. I could just get on the M6 and straight up to Scotland. Or, bearing in mind there wasn't a time scale on this particular trip, I could deviate, go to the Lake District, go to the Peak District, go to the Yorkshire Dales, go and have a look around different places, stop, get off the beaten track, don't just get drawn into the monotony of the M6. Mr. Mark Morris, you'll know all about the monotony of the M6. You know, not just get drawn into just being laser focused on getting there, but rather actually just enjoy the journey in, in its sense. I've got a friend who's just gone off for a road trip to Norway and it's absolutely sensational. And they're telling me about the journey they're going to go on from here and they're driving all the way there. They're taking the ferry across to France and they're driving all the way up the coast. And how sensational is that? Because what they were doing is they spent about half an hour telling me about all these different places they were going to stop, all the different things they were going to see, the bridges they were going to drive over, all these different cool things that were coming up on their journey. And then they said about Norway. Then they said about the destination. And I want you to think of this, folks. Because every single one of you is on a journey. And I want you to recognize that. Who are you now compared to when you first started this journey? To, compared to when we first had the conversation, whether in person or over video? Who are you now? Where have you come? The achievements, they don't matter. They don't. Who have you become? What is the journey that you've started? What's the path that you're on? Because that journey is far more important those small things are far more important than the big stuff. And the all or nothing principle can kind of jump on us when we least expect it. And things like holidays, trips away, they can just trip us up so easily, just trip us up and we're done. And we might as well, ah, oh, sod it, I'll just jack it in this week and then I'll crack on again next week. And we don't need to do that, team. Think of, think of the stereotypical yo-yo dieter. You know, somebody who's going up on a different diet, then crashing, then going up onto a different diet, then crashing and so on and so forth. That is the, that's a similar process. The all or nothing principle is just blind, blunt, just headbutting against the wall until it comes down and just go, 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 go. Clearly, that's not going to help. I had a friend who is also a counsellor. She uh, described to me a theory that was basically called the wall of awful, which I've spoken about in a previous video, but is really, really... Um, prevalent and and i can't think of the word now it applies to this particular story now the wall of awful is a wall that you imagine you're in front of a wall now it's really really high it's endless that way it's endless that way you can't get around it you have to go over it there are certain ways of accomplishing that first you can just headbutt your way through the wall yes okay a bit of blunt force might work but is it the most healthy way of getting through that wall no it's going to bloody well hurt you can find little hacks and tips and tricks and things and put windows or doors into the wall. Or you can start to piece together, how do I climb the wall? Put a climbing hold in here, then the next one, then the next one, then the next one. And you're stitching all of these together as you are slowly but surely climbing the wall. Who you were when you first started climbing the wall, when you were panicking and you were just like, ah, oh, I might as well just sit down and wait for the wall to just come down on its own. Who you were then compared to the person that you all are right now, you're climbing this particular wall, is a completely different person. It's not the wall that's the problem. It's you that's the problem. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that the all or nothing principle, it outsources 
all of the work that we need to do internally to something else, something external, thinking that a race, an event or something is going to do one of two things. It's either going to derail us and therefore we can pour all of, pour all of our excuses into that one particular thing, or it's going to be the savior. And the race, the thing is, I, I just, if I do that, everything's going to be okay. Think how that can apply to financial goals as well. Think how that can apply to money. The all or nothing. I am just dead focused on just finances and nothing else. I've got to make cash. I've got to make money because that amount of money will make me happy. Will it? Will it? Remember, if you're setting up a business, for example, or you're working in a business, it's not the money that makes you happy. It's who you become along the way to progress to the point where you can make that much money. Do you know what I mean? When you think of it that way, folks, this is where we can start to break these things down. So when you're faced with a wall of awful, because they're not they're not there all the time. But when you're faced with this big thing coming up and you're like, OK, I, th I think I'm going to fall off the wagon, quote unquote, um, next week when I go away or when this happens or whatever happens. So I need to be, you know, I need to either go all in when I'm on holiday, for example, or everything else has just failed. When you're faced with that, think about, first and foremost, what is the thing that's in your way and why is it there? Is it a holiday? You know, why did you go on holiday? What, what are you trying to get out of it? What do you want to achieve? If it's a race, if it's an event, something positive, think about, Think about what that event is. Think about why you're doing it. Think about what it means to you in order to get to that point. As you break that down, what you're doing is disarming the thing itself, the negative thing or the positive thing. It could be that you go all in on the weight loss on the event or the thing, which is a positive thing, or you go all in on the fact that, you know, you're going to beat yourself up because you are going to, um, sorry, when you're going to encounter this particular barrier, uh, a negative thing. Break it down, disarm it and take extreme ownership, as Jocko Willink says, take extreme ownership of where you're at. Because here's the hard hitting truth, folks. The, and I'm, I'm speaking from the heart. And if this is if this is triggering some of you, good. I hope it does, because this is the sort of stuff that triggered me once upon a time and to an extent still does. If you're finding yourself facing this all or nothing dilemma, where you're either all in or it's fucked. Where you're either all in or nothing else happens. You are either all in and everything has to be 100% perfect or you are a complete failure. If you find yourself in that sense, the onus is completely on you. You are only the only person responsible for the outcome of those events. You're the only person that put you in the all or nothing situation. You are the only person who can get you out of the all or nothing situation. And that is a very, very important, very raw thing to remember. If you find yourself in that point, folks, it is all on you. It is all on you. It's not down to an event. It's not down to a thing. Stop blaming other things. Stop putting all of your trust into other things. Blame yourself. Put your trust in yourself. And see what it is you're trying to achieve. See what the problem is in front of you and break it down. I've had so many conversations with folks in the past where they've said, oh, this is a massive problem. This is a massive problem. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing at all. Like all power to these people because it takes extreme courage to say, this is a, this is a big problem for me. I'm struggling. 
Do I give them the answer? No. I ask a question. What is the biggest challenge here? And that is a question that I invite every single one of you to write down and put in front of you every single day. So that when you do hit all of this resistance, when you do get to that point where you're thinking, okay, this is going to be a challenge or, okay, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling disconnected. I'm feeling like everything's getting on top of me. I feel like I'm regressing to this all or nothing situation. What is the biggest challenge for me here? What is the biggest challenge for me here right now? Don't say I've got the event to do. Don't say I'm going away. Don't say it's, you know, I've messed up one thing. What is the biggest challenge here for you? For you, the actual challenge. Let's get to the root of it. That's what I will do with every single one of you. If when you message me and say, Ben, this is going to be a problem for me. I, I need some help here. What I'm trying to do is I will get down to the nitty gritty. What is the actual problem here? What's the challenge? What are you facing? What are you fearful of? What are you anxious of? What are you disconnected from? When we feel that we are in this all or nothing, we are completely putting, we are outsourcing the reasoning. We are outsourcing your self-confidence. We are outsourcing your competence into something else and throwing the blame elsewhere disconnecting you from the journey that you're on that i have not found a situation where that does not fit this is not just health and fitness i do the same with money and understanding the finances i've done the same in business i've done the same in relationships i've done the same in jobs i've done the same with friends i've done the same with my family i've done the same in procrastinating and the common denominator from all of my experience doing this folks is it's all on you I was the only one to solve my problems. I was the one with the responsibility to solve my problems. Well, what's the point in a coach then? Well, a coach is there to coach you through it. Not to give you the answers, because I don't know all the answers. I don't. I don't know all the answers. You do. I'll tell you every single time. You know all of your answers. It's my job to help bring them out from a different perspective, from a different questioning. Every sense of anxiety that you will have is essentially a sense of you outsourcing the problem that you're facing, the barrier that you're facing. There is something psychological or physical that you are actually genuinely avoiding, whether knowingly or unknowingly. And when you take responsibility for what that is, knowing that you have the extreme ownership over it, then you will find a way through. If we continue to get stuck in this all or nothing approach, you will continue to go round in a cycle. You will continue to just go back on yourself and back on yourself and back on yourself. And you will think you're broken because I did. You will think you're broken. You will think it's never going to work for you. You will think that you are constantly on and off the wagon. You will think you are constantly failing. You will think that you are constantly doing things wrong. You will think you are constantly not good enough. You will think that you're constantly always going to find something wrong. Because I have. It's true. So how do we go forward? How do we understand how to fix this? We first and foremost need to understand that A, we need to be compassionate with ourselves. No, this is not some hippie crap. We need to be compassionate with yourself. 
you need to trust yourself to be able to see through the problem. You need to be able to objectively, this is not self-loathing, self-beating yourself up, it's not being self-critical. This is really hard to be genuinely objective with yourself. Get a piece of paper out and say, right, Sarah, Mark, Lauren, who else have we got in here? Oops. Both the Sarahs, Laura, Mark, Lauren, all these people who are in here in this call right now, you need to be able to get a piece of paper and say, right, where am I? What am I facing right now? And that golden question, what is the biggest challenge for me right now? Now, here's the kicker. The coach, the me, the adventure coach, comes in when you find a bit more of an answer to that question. The most number one premier primary thing that you need to achieve is understanding how to answer the question of what is the biggest challenge that I am facing right now. Then you send that to me. You send that to me and we'll workshop it. Ben, the biggest challenge that I'm facing right now is X. I'm going away. I'm on this. I'm super busy. I'm flat out. I'm skin. I'm, uh, I feel like I'm failing because I've put a pound on. I've been jacking on my training. You know, this is the challenge that I'm facing. Okay, why do you think that? Because I feel like every single time that happens, I'm failing. I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like something's wrong with me. I feel like I'm a broken record. I feel like something isn't connecting. Brilliant. This is my job now, folks. And I will come and I'll help you every single step of the way until we find the right answer, the right practice, the trial and error until we get there with you. But the number one thing that you need to take extreme ownership of is understanding what is the biggest challenge that you are facing right now. We used to have a, um, we used to have a process in the army called the six step battle procedure. I think that's what it's called. Six question battle, six step battle procedure. Um, and it was it was basically set up of six, sorry, seven step. It was made up of seven questions. And you would always have, I, always, I worked in intelligence, right? And Q1, question one, was all about what my job was. And it was called, what is the situation? How does it affect me? And the Q1 brief was essentially, they full breakdown of intelligence of the ground. What is the situation? How does it affect me? And that was like, okay, let's say we're in Helmand province in Afghanistan. This is the ground in general. This is the ground in detail. This is the human terrain. This is the threat. These are the weapon systems. This is the um, common habits. This is the local news, all that stuff. Every single possible thing that we could go through, leaving no stone unturned. What is the situation and how does it affect me? And that is exactly the same as what is the biggest challenge that I'm facing right now? And I want you to cue on your own thought process. What is the situation and how does it affect me? I have not been training because of X. I feel like I've been slacking on my nutrition because of X. I feel like I've got this niggling anxiety in my, in my, in my belly, in my chest, in my head because of X, I think. I feel like I'm lacking in skills because of X. And if you don't know the because of, then just list down every single thing that's possibly challenging you and use me. Let's talk. Let's go through it. Let me know what your biggest challenge is. Talk to me about it. Let's unpack it. Let's take as long as it takes. Because let me tell you another thing, folks, which I think you'll all know. I think you all do deep down know is you're not a burden to anybody. It doesn't have to be me. 
You take it to a cafe with your mum or your nan or your sister or your brother or your dog and go and workshop it with them. That stuff I talk to my dog about, it's brilliant. Sometimes you don't need a solution. You just need a set of ears. And that's another thing that you can carry across, not only in a coaching relationship, but also to any relationship. So tell the person what you want. If you're going and voicing all these challenges that you have, maybe you don't want someone to solve the problem for you. Maybe you just want to vent. This is a lot. This is applicable a lot in relationships. Be quite clear. I don't want an answer. I just want a set of ears. I want a set of ears and I want, I want your opinion. I want your perspective. I, you want an answer or you don't want an answer. But think first and foremost. Get it out on a piece of paper and say, what is the situation? How does it affect me? What is the biggest challenge that I'm facing right now? And when you've got those answers, then we can start to unpack them. Then we can start to workshop them. And then we can systematically work through them. But the number one part of the autonomy, of the empowerment, of the encouragement, of the confidence, of the competence of you to go through these um, these cycles, to concentrate on the becoming over the achieving, to get out of the all or nothing situation, the, the vortex that is the all or nothing, is to go, what is going to challenge me right now? Or if you're going away, you know, at some point and you're like, oh, that's going to be me off the ropes. What's the biggest challenge? Maybe it's drinking. Maybe it's the, your social circles and the expectation for drinking. Maybe it's the, um, I'm going to share a story from Sarah Staples, actually. I hope you don't mind, Sarah. Um, I'm sure you won't. Of, you know, went to the football a couple of months ago, I think it was now, or about last month, something like that. And instead of, you know, going out and having a good few beers after the football, which is fine, by the way, you went out and had one or two. Why? Because I understand that actually I want to feel better after. So in this sense, what is the biggest challenge here? Well, actually, maybe it's the first time I'm going to go out drinking and I don't want to drink that much. Maybe it's the first time I'm going to go through a week where I've got loads of social occasions and I don't really want to drink or I don't want to go out for these meals. I don't want to, you know, put stuff in my body that I don't want. I don't want to eat that thing. I want to stay home. I want to look after myself. I want to get my training in. They're the biggest challenges. What's the challenge here because of that? Well, I want to feel like I'm still accepted in my social circles. I want to feel like my family still think I'm normal. I want to feel like me still and still have those social occasions. These are all the challenges. The more you articulate that, the more you can journal on that and think about that, even just make a list of stuff and give yourself that time, the more you're going to find an empowering journey here, folks. The more you're going to be able to understand what it is that you're trying to achieve. So the all or nothing principle, it can send your progress straight down the toilet. It really can. And how you get out of that is to articulate and fully understand what is the challenge for you right now? What is the situation? How does it affect you? You ask yourself those same questions, folks, and you're going to be in a fantastic place. And if you find yourself in that situation at any point in reviewing this video, in what reading, at, sorry, listening to this on the podcast, or if I remind you of this in the future, because this is a question I'm going to be asking you many, 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 many times in the future of us working together. Think about it. Send many answers when you've got them. I don't need to be here to answer them, but I want to be part of your journey of discovery. There'll be a perspective I can share for sure. But when you articulate this to someone else as well and you explain it, it settles in your brain a bit more. It's a bit like teaching something, right? So the more you can do that, folks, the more positive this journey is going to be. So there we go. 
There's 10 minutes. There's 10 cents from me. Definitely wasn't 10 minutes. There's 10 cents from me. I hope you've all enjoyed that, folks. Um, if you feel like there has been a key takeaway from that, if you feel like you are in this particular situation of all or nothing, then I really encourage you right now to put the phone down, to go and drill that. Go and ask yourself those questions. Get it out on a piece of paper. Write it on the notes section of your phone. And you know what? Send it to me. Honestly, send it to me. Because I want to see it. I want to be part of that journey. And I want to help you every single step of the way. Because this is how we become truly the best version of ourselves. And this transcends just health and fitness team. This is in any aspect of your life. Team, I leave you with that. I'm going to get some VIP tickets for Banff Film Festival, uh, which is absolutely fantastic. I'm very, very happy about that. And I'll catch you all next time. Peace, love, see you later.